Do your kids want more Mystery Kids episodes? Are you sick of the same ones playing every single day? Well, we have the perfect place for you. Head over to become a Patreon today. For $5 a month, you'll get two more bonus episodes, plus episodes that are already in Patreon. Episodes like The Deepest Hole on Earth, The Great Emu War in Australia of 1932, The Bombing of Hawaii's Volcano, The Dancing Plague, The Ohio Grassman, and some animal fact episodes about the pangolin, the ai, the axolotl, and the taipan, plus much, much more. This makes a wonderful birthday present for your kids and gives you way more to talk about as a family, which is the whole point of the Mystery Kids podcast. So for $5 a month, you can get two more bonus episodes plus all the past episodes. To become a patron, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com backslash Mystery Kids Pod and sign up today. Thank you so much for your support. On today's episode of the Mystery Kids Podcast, we talk about a strange creature that flew over Virginia in 1966. Welcome to the Mystery Kids Podcast. Huge shout out to one of our listeners that recommended this episode. This is going to be amazing. And I love it when you guys send us a message through Instagram at the Mystery Kids Podcast. I love it when you send us a message saying how much you love us or you tag us in a story or you're sharing it with your friends. It means the world to us. Um, We don't make any money off of this podcast. It's all just about giving. Um, And that's why we also have the Mystery Kids Pod. dot com where I have tons of resources because I just would love this to be a place where people can come and the kids can learn and listen to weird stuff that I also enjoy as well. Also today the Mystery Moms podcast comes out. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. So if you are super interested and you're a mom that's listened to this with your kids, this is the podcast for you. It's all things mystery, murder, and motherhood. Um, And it's definitely not for little ears, but it goes off on those topics that I'm also fascinated about that maybe a little too advanced for kids. So go ahead and find us on all platforms. It was November 15th, 1966. Two young couples were out having fun. They drove to an area they were quite familiar with. When they came to this area, they saw two glowing red eyes reflecting the car's headlights. The man saw them first, pointing them out to the group. They then saw they belonged to a creature. It was a large, gray, man-like creature with wings. It started towards them, not able to walk, but more of a wobble. The glowing red eyes and body like a man with wings came directly towards them. They quickly tried to drive away, all completely in fear. They saw the creature on a hill in a different spot as they drove away. It rose its wings and it flew straight up into the air. They were all terrified as the creature began to follow them back to their car. They were driving as quickly as possible, but it continued to follow them. Racing at speeds of 100 miles an hour, it continued to tail them, scratching across the top of the car. It would squeak loudly like a mouse at them. When they came to the edge of town, it spread its wings and it took off in a different direction. When they got back to town, they told a police officer what happened. 
The officer didn't believe them. He knew that they weren't troublemakers and he saw that they were genuinely terrified. So he actually went out to investigate their story. He heard strange static on the radio, but wasn't able to find any more evidence of this creature. After this strange occurrence, more and more sightings of this strange winged man started to pop up around the area. This creature is known as the Mothman. The Mothman sightings started at, on November 15th, 1966, and they went to December 15th, 1967 in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Even though he has the name Mothman, he is nothing like a moth. It is a large winged creature walking on two legs. He looks more like a human, like owl. His coloration varies from black to gray to even brown, although it is usually on darker shades. He's often reported to be about seven feet tall with a wingspan of about 10 to 15 feet or more, plus the ability to fly at over 100 miles per hour. Sometimes it's described as not having a head with two huge red eyes set into the chest. These eyes are reported to be glowing or at least reflective. The details of his face and his feet have never been adequately described. One witness who saw the face clearly could only say that the details were horrible and monstrous. She had terrible nightmares and nearly suffered a nervous breakdown. In fact, most people that have witnessed the Mothman have usually struggled with mental health after seeing it. He can fold his wings and walk with a weird shuffle that many witnesses compare to a penguin. When he flies, he unfolds his wings and shoots straight up with great speeds and then levels out with his wings to go where he wants to go. He is rarely observed flapping his wings except for on takeoff. Witnesses often describe his flight pattern as straight up like a helicopter. He can fly much faster than any bird should be able to fly, as measured by those victims who suffered for what seems to be the Mothman's favorite activity, chasing cars. He'll fly in front of them and even sometimes hit the roof. Mothman has never actually been credibly, there's never actually been any credible evidence of Mothman to prove that it's a real creature. The Mothman has been called some kind of angel of death. It usually shows up right before a disaster occurs. The West Virginia Mothman showed up just before the Silver Bridge collapse. The Silver Bridge in connection to Point Pleasant, West Virginia and Ohio collapsed on December 15th. 1967. The Silver Bridge collapsed under the weight of rush hour traffic, resulting in the deaths of 46 people, and two of the victims were never found. Many similar cryptid creatures have been seen around the world. The sightings are similar to Mothman in many ways, including the fact that most of them seem to be heralds of impending disaster. Some of the places Mothman or its fellows have visited, including a mine in Frederick, Germany, where a Mothman-like creature scared miners away shortly before a collapse. Another notable visit was to the nuclear power plant at Chernobyl, where a creature hunted down the facilities while a while before the famous nuclear meltdown. There was also two Mothman pictures taken in New York on 9-11 and multiple sightings before the Minnesota bridge collapse. And I have on our website a picture that was taken before the New York um, 9-11.
So what could the Mothman actually be? Many believe that the Mothman might be an owl due to the way its eyes shine. And what most people are seeing is very owl-like behavior. And often people misidentify the size of things when they are seeing things from a distance. They also have been thinking that it may have been a sand hill crane, which I also have a picture of on our website. It stands almost as tall as the average man and has bright red flesh around its eyes. So it would look very similar to the Mothman. Although there's been sightings around the world, it's strange how similar these sightings seem to be. So I would love to know what you think. Porter's Ponderings. Do you think the Mothman is real or pretend? If you think the Mothman is pretend, do you think it is an owl or a sandhill crane? If you think the Mothman is real, where do you think you will see it next? Don't forget to grab our free coloring page on our website, which I'll have linked in the bio below. And please give us a rating review and share with your friends. It means the world to us that this podcast has grown and I'm so excited for it. Also, moms, go ahead and take a listen to the Mystery Moms and we would love it if we heard back from you. We are also on the Mystery Moms on Instagram as well. So go ahead and give us a follow and tell us what you think. I wanted to start this little segment after each episode. It's a little bit about animal facts because me and Porter, we love to discuss animals. We read animal books a lot. And so I wanted to kind of pick an animal and talk about it. So today I wanted to talk about the flying fox because it reminds me a lot of the Mothman. So the flying fox is not actually a fox that's flying. It's the nickname for a very, very large bat. And these large bats have yellow bands around their eyes. And so they are nicknamed also the spectacle bats. Spectacle means glasses. And because they live off of their fruit-based diet, they are known as the spectacled fruit bats. These bats live mostly around Australia in a very tropical climate. Um, They enjoy eating citrus, mangoes, and different other various fruits that are found in the area. One of the most interesting things about flying foxes is how huge they are, okay? They have a wingspan of 4 feet 11 inches, which is bigger than Porter. (laughs) So they are huge, huge creatures. So could you see how I think that they maybe got misidentified as the Mothman? So some interesting facts about the flying fox. During the night, a group of spectacle flying foxes leaves its home range to look for food. These animals fly long distances to reach so-called nursery trees, returning to their colonies only by the morning. A group of spectacle flying foxes is referred to as a flock. These bats are known as active seed dispersers of their range. Thus, a single individual of this species will disperse as many as 60,000 seeds during one night. Wow, they're really good at spreading seeds and helping keep the wildlife. When they take their night trip, these bats usually fly at speeds of 25 to 30 kilometers per hour. However, they may speed up to 50 kilometers per hour when using fair wind. Holy cow, they're really fast too. It takes about 20 minutes from the meal to get from their mouth to their rear. 
bats are the only flying mammals. Flying foxes are classified as megabats as reference to their large size. Due to their frugivorous diet, these animals are otherwise called fruit bats. As opposed to smaller insect-eating bats, these animals perceive their environment through a well-developed sense of hearing and vision rather than using echolocation. These nocturnal animals see as well as cats at night. Additionally, they are as intelligent as cats. And some more facts. I'm like, these are so interesting. Okay. So they use their wings as air conditioning. They're not just for flight. They work as a fan. These big bats are smart creatures and they take advantage of their large wings to cool themselves down during high temperatures. They live in a community. It's rare to spot a flying fox alone in the daytime. It's common to see up to 50 flying foxes hanging together from a small branch. They usually establish their camps in tall and dense vegetation. Prior to leaving the camp for the night, they circle and wheel around the community as a form of informing transfer or warming up. Eventually, the first animal leaves the camp and the others will follow. Flying foxes like city living. It's very common to see flying foxes in cities in Australia. They are very good swimmers. If they accidentally land in water, they'll swim to the bank or a tree or climb till they gain sufficient height to take off. Flying foxes can't take off from flat ground. They need to gain some height before they can use the wind under their wings to take off. That might be the reason that they learned how to swim. They are very loyal residents. Camps are extremely important to these animals. It's a safe bedroom or a safe place to socialize, to meet a friend, and act as a maternity place for the hospital, a maternity place hospital, a childcare center, a school where breeding, rearing of young children and educating their young children takes place. They also can carry their children in mid-flight. So they will have their babies attached to them and clinging to them, and they can fly with their babies on them. Thanks for listening.